am Becky Harmon, author and worker bee here at the Bella Books Warehouse in Tallahassee, Florida. Bella Books is proud to be the largest lesbian-owned press devoted to the publication of books written for, by, and about women-loving women. Welcome to our What's New at Bella podcast. With me today is Bella Books author Laura Hayes. Laura's first book, Terrible Praise, was released in 2018, and the sequel, Altogether Stranger, was released in June of 2020. Laura is a fiction and entertainment writer. Her work has been featured on the Bella Books blog and For Your Excitement, a UK-based website that covers all things entertaining. She is also an operations analyst and spreadsheet enthusiast. So you live in North Carolina now, but you haven't always lived in North Carolina? No, I was um, I was born in uh, Detroit, Michigan. I lived there until I was 11. And then we moved to Tampa, Florida for like a year, and we hated it because oh. it was just polar opposites. <laughs> um, and moved to Louisville, uh, Kentucky when I was about 12. Um, I was there until I was 18. And then I went back to Michigan for a little bit. And then I went back to Kentucky for uh, several more years. And then um, a few years ago, I moved back to Florida where my mom was. And then I moved here to Waynesville, North Carolina, where my brother is. So I've been cutting a path up and down uh, uh, through this great country for uh, my whole life. So. And what prompted all of your moves? Were you moving with a job or just because you felt like it? We moved a lot when I was a kid, though. I guess I got pretty used to picking up and, and kind of taking off. Um, it wasn't a military family or anything. <laughs> we just, you know, we just moved a lot. So when I wrote my, my first book, um, I wrote that at a time when... Um, Professionally, I was doing very, very well, um, but I had um, I, I was struggling with alcoholism. So I'd gotten sober, and then when I got sober, it changes a lot of things. It changed a lot of my priorities, um, and suddenly, you know, succeeding at, at my very good. I was very, very lucky to have it, but you know, at my uh, very, you know, middle management kind of corporate job was not uh, very. Uh, fulfilling for me anymore. And I really wanted to do something creative, you know, kind of coming out of that, um, that fog and that chemical depression, I rebounded through uh, my writing, I think. And so I really, I threw myself into that. And that was why I ended up leaving Louisville and going to stay with um, with my mom. She'd had some stuff, you know, that it had been going on, and I was going through these, you know, these really big changes and wanted to make a big change. So yeah, so I so I quit and I and I said I'm gonna go write books, and then I and I have, and it's a lot harder than I thought. Uh, um, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge, it's a struggle, but. Um, but I'm I'm so glad that I that I took the chance and I, I did that because I was 27 I was 28 or so and um I, I wasn't married I you know not married no kids and so it was like man if I don't just try to figure this out now and throw everything I have at it then then when am I gonna do it kind of a thing so yeah. And then my, my, my brother was just here in North Carolina. There's, there's no great reason for North Carolina. I just kind of ended up here. <laughs> so traveling with you has been your Jack Russell, or did you get him once you got to North Carolina? I, I got him here. Um, he, was, um, he was my aunt's dog, and um, she's 
you know, he's, he's beautiful. I totally understand why she adopted him. I, I really do. He's, he's just got a gorgeous little face, but I, if anybody listening knows anything about Jack Russell, he is extremely high energy and she is a heart patient, um, my aunt. So she just wasn't up to taking care of something that was that hyper all of the time. And so I was actually thinking about getting a dog already. Um, so it kind of, it worked out. I was like, well, I'll just take this guy. Um, and much <laughs> like writing books, it ended up being a lot harder than I anticipated, <laughs> but he's, he's a good boy. Are you taking for runs? Do you, are you a runner? I don't, I don't run. I don't run unless I'm being chased. Okay. So, uh, I, I take him for walks though. We, um, we are really lucky. There's a very beautiful lake that is, um, it's man-made, but it's maybe, maybe three minutes in the car down the road. Um, so at least, at least every weekend I get, I get him out to the lake and, you know, we'll hang out in the sunshine over there and walk the track and everything. And there are low spots where he can get in the water and he loves that. <laughs> so what about uh, what you do for a living? I work for um, sort of a weird job. I um, <laughs> for a small uh, independently owned barcode reader and like RFID equipment reseller and repairer um okay yeah so uh, it's a lot of like things that you use to conduct inventory run inventory a lot of like um warehousing um hardware and and stuff like that I work for a company that you know they program those things they support those things they sell those things um they buy your old ones you know that that sort of thing and um still sticking sort of in the in my sort of operations wheelhouse, which was uh, what I did previously when I when I lived in in Louisville, I was um, I was in operations. I I do a lot of like reporting and stuff like that, and and just sort of kind of whatever needs to be done though, because it's a it's a small company. It's the first time I've ever actually worked for a, a privately owned uh, business, and you know you're sort of a jack of all trades, like because you have to be. There's yep. like nine of us, so. You know, you, you sort of do it all, but I, yeah, so that's, that's what I, I do to pay the bills. Um, and then I, um, I've, I've recently started drawing. I, I really like to draw, um, and I love to cook. You run the whole gambit. You do everything. You know what it is? I'm, I don't do great with downtime. I I don't Mm. think I have to find a way to fill it, uh, to fill it all. And it was the, the drawing is really new was, is a COVID thing that, you know, I, like I said, I'm not great with downtime. And so I tend to do a lot of things like I'll, I'll make a lot of things up to do, you know, like, Oh, I've got to get this done or I've got to run to the store and do, and I don't have to do any of it, you know, but <laughs> I convinced myself that I have to. Um, so I, like everybody else, you know, was stuck at home. Uh, I, I was very lucky in that, like I said, my work, we do a lot of warehousing sales and equipment. We supply hospitals, we supply grocery stores. So I was never actually without a job. I was very, very lucky in that way. But still, you know, even even working, this still really affected me because you you can't you can't go anywhere, you know, you can't right. do anything. So all, I had all this extra time on my hands, and I was just like, well, I'll I'll start drawing, and so I did. Um, yeah. And how's that going? I think I I think it's going <laughs> pretty well. I think I have um, I've been keeping like a notebook 
you know, of, of everything that I've been working on and I can definitely see a, a progression. So, you know, that's cool. That's encouraging. <laughs> yeah. And you also do other type of um, entertainment writing, entertainment for blogs and stuff. Yeah, I used to do a, I used to do a lot more of it. I've uh, I've done things for um, the the Bella blog with Dana uh, Pickley. She's a wonderful friend, and um, she gave me a few assignments and took a couple things that I pitched. And I did uh, I did a lot of work for for your excitement. Uh, that is a, a pop culture um, entertainment website based out of the UK. And um, yeah, I did a lot of work with them. Uh, a lot of stuff for uh, Winona Earp, the sci-fi TV series. Uh, that was what my podcast was about. Make your peace. Um, shout out to Catherine, my co-host. Hey, girl. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, a lot of a lot of entertainment writing and and stuff for them. Also, but lately I've been more focused on fiction and less focused on um, like entertainment writing and, and that kind of stuff. Laura and I will be right back after this short break. I like how your body settles underneath your clothes. I like how the rhythm of the wheels against the road quickens with my heart. I don't want to drive slow. If you like the sound of the music being played during this podcast, then I encourage you to check out Jamie Anderson's collection of unique and original songs. Jamie has been singing and playing music since high school and began writing songs when she got bored with singing other people's songs. Bella Books published her memoir, Drive All Night, in 2014, and her second book, An Army of Lovers, in 2019. An Army of Lovers covers women's music in the 70s and 80s. You can hear Jamie's music, see her tour dates, and check out her YouTube channel at her website, jamieanderson.com. Welcome back to the What's New at Bella podcast. I'm your host, Becky Harmon, and with me today is Bella Books author, Laura Hayes. So let's talk about your books. Um, are they both in the same series? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So my, um, so my series is called the Redomancy series, um, and Redomancy is a noun that means the act of loving in return, and I liked it. Um, I, I Obviously, I liked what it meant. Um, but I also liked it because it was so close to necromancy <laughs> and, and my series is about vampires. So I was like, this is, this is excellent. You know, like this is exactly what I'm talking about. And it sounds like, like necromancy. So, um, so, so we went with that and, um, yeah, uh, I, I wrote the first book, Terrible Praise. I think I was like 27 or so, 28. And I, I, I feel like I, I wrote that in a little over a year, maybe, uh, just, you know, grinding away at night, you know, after, uh, after my office job, uh, in the odd hours that I, that I could find to do it. And, uh, I talked about it a little bit. I did, I wrote something, um, for Bella about it when the first book was published. It was kind of one of those, one of those moments, um, it, w- it was like a lightning strike moment, I guess, really for for the series. I 
I'd had a, a dream that was uh, loosely sort of became the physical setting where my, my vampires lived. And, um, and that dream was just very vivid. And uh, I had kept it with me for many years. And I guess it was sort of germinating in the background, even if I wasn't really thinking about it. And one day I, it, it, I was sitting at my, my desk at work and, and it just happened. Like I had the, not only the, the, well, I had the idea for the story. And then I want to say I knew probably within 48 hours that it was a, a series. And then, um, in, I would say in within a couple more days, I had, uh, I'd written outlines for everything. And I thought it was going to be a trilogy originally. Um, but once I got to the second book, I knew that that was impossible. <laughs> um, so it's, it's going to be four books and there's the possibility of a, a prequel that, that is also sort of a standalone. Um, but yeah, four books. So my main characters are Stella and Elizabeth and Stella is like five centuries old, uh, and change. And Elizabeth is uh, a very young woman. She was a nurse when they met. And I think if you don't read the first book, you miss out on a lot of Elizabeth's humanity. You know, she, she has to sacrifice a lot of that when she, when she becomes a vampire ultimately. And so, yeah, so I think she's not the same character, I would say, if you don't also know her as a, a human. Altogether Stranger picks up um, several weeks after the events of uh, Terrible Praise, which is the first book. At the end of the first book, Elizabeth is, yeah, I think it's too big a spoiler, maybe, I don't know. But Elizabeth is um, made into a vampire. In my series, they're called Strigoi. I go with the Romanian name for them. You are, you know, a couple months into the life now, right? And the thing that I loved so much about Altogether Stranger was that I I tried, I, I my editor Kath Walker is amazing and so with her uh, expertise we did add in a little more clarity for the first book um, as far as like um, setting and rules and things like like how are they governed you know what uh, how do these beings operate you know in this world so we we got into that a little bit um, in terrible praise where we could where where pace um, and romance wasn't really sacrificed, you know? Um, but what I loved about Altogether Stranger was that I had this amazing excuse to sort of get down into the weeds of how these beings live, because to Elizabeth, it is all new and strange, you know? Um, so that was just so much fun for me, really, to just be able to talk about, you know, what she's seeing around her in these, you know, in these tunnels uh, the book series, well, the first two books are set in uh, Chicago, and there are there are freight tunnels underneath uh, underneath the city of Chicago, downtown Chicago, that aren't used anymore. And you can you know you can Google it, look them up. It's a really fascinating read. Um, but they were used to transport things, you know, underneath the the buildings, coal and and stuff like that to keep buildings. Warm. So they're all wow. still down there. And you can you can tour certain parts of them, parts that aren't like 
aren't dilapidated and, and stuff like that, but they, they found them by accident. It was a demolition. They were like rumored, you know, it was like rumored that there were all these tunnels under Chicago. And then they like broke a retaining wall and they flooded all of these buildings in downtown Chicago. One of the best things about writing this sequel was that I kind of got to backtrack a little bit, you know, and be like, this is, you know, what the compound looks like. This is what the home they've built in these freight tunnels looks like. This is what it smells like. This is what, you know, um, these are, these are the rules for interacting between these beings because Stella, Stella was your, your view into that in the first book, but she was centuries old. So it didn't, it didn't feel like anything but exposition to have her talking about, you know, or orating Mm. all of these, all of these things that would just be, so old hat to her you know yeah yeah now I want to read it I'm pretty much a romance reader so Mm. I'm sure I'll probably enjoy the first one yeah I will I will say um and I I don't I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but I do I do like to tell people that it is you know it is there is a romance at, at the heart of it but this is also paranormal fantasy and there is a lot of horror I it's there are gonna be scary parts yeah and I, so I don't like to, you know, like, I don't like to like not, I, I like to let people know that. Like, I think I, I love the, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm writing it, but I love the, you know, their dynamic. Um, I, I think, um, I think their chemistry is amazing, but you know, it's, it's not a light read. And I've been, I think, prefacing that more these days than I normally would just because I feel like right now if people want to read something that is a little lighter and a little happier not that it's not that it's not happy I'm just saying (laughs) it's dark material we are you know killing human beings in this book so if that's not your thing I get it stay tuned we'll be right back after a short break Are you looking for something to do during those pesky stay-at-home hours? Check out the Bella Media channel. Just follow the link at the bottom of the Bella Books homepage or go directly to bellamediachannel.com. You'll find plenty of entertainment and lots of book reviews and articles. And if that's not enough for you, then turn over to the Bella YouTube channel where you'll find Bella authors have invited you into their homes with video readings for your enjoyment. Quickens with my heart. I don't want to drive slow. I'm Becky Harmon, and this is the What's New at Bella podcast. My guest today is Bella Books author Laura Hayes. So, what are you working on now? Um. So now I'm. The, Altogether, stranger was. It was, it was tough. It was a great learning experience. Um, I, this is only my second book. I've never written a series before. I, um, I've certainly never like edited a series like during COVID before. (laughs) Um, so it was, it was hard. (laughs) It, It was really hard. And, um, early on, after I first wrote the first draft of the manuscript, I, I realized maybe a year later, maybe two years later, that 
I had to reach my central conflict another way, that the path that I'd chosen to get to, to get to that point was not what I wanted to put out there and uh, that there were more nuanced ways to achieve my goal. Um, and in recognizing that, I uh, also had to commit to reworking my entire timeline. So uh, the entire book had to be rewritten. Um, so I rewrote it, you know, and then I got it over to Kath and, you know, she was amazing and, and so helpful. I think as a result of me trying so hard to get the, get the timeline nailed back down and change the, the pieces that I had to change to, you know, to make things come about in a new way, um, there were just, it just wasn't quite as tight a story as terrible praise was when I delivered it to her. So uh, I really, I, I re it really kicked my butt. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I, um, yeah, by the end of it, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, like, and it was so funny. I thought, you know, I felt really legitimate when I, when I, when I got the second one accepted. You know, I was like, okay, now I haven't written one book. I've written two books, you know what I mean? Like that, that's the beginning of a trend, you know, like that's what's up. Um, so it was very humbling uh, to, to realize that there was still so much that I didn't know um, and that I had to learn about continuity and crafting a sequel, which is just so, it's so different. I can't stress it enough. Uh, if you haven't done it, you know what I mean? Like, then you don't know what you're doing. Um, so yeah, so terrible praise or terrible praise was was comparatively easy, and altogether stranger was sort of unexpectedly humbling. So I've also realized, and maybe this is just how things are going to go going forward, that uh, what I have of my third book is not going to work for me. Oh no. So, yeah. Um, there are parts of it that I, and thankfully this time I was several chapters in, but I, I hadn't finished the entire book. I've been sort of pulling out the, the pieces that I love um, and that, you know, those, those special like passages that you read and you still don't hate, you know? And I think that's when you know that it's like a really good one because it's been a couple months and you know, you, you still don't hate it. So, so I'm, I'm working on the third book, but um, I'm kind of starting, I'm kind of starting over, even, even though there are still plenty of usable things um, that, that can be recycled and absorbed. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm starting over on the third book. I will say that one thing that I think I have going for me is, that I really love these characters. And I think, I think every writer's characters are, are important to them, you know, yeah. but I think you, I think you form a special bond with certain characters. And I think Stella and Elizabeth are that for me, probably because they help me stay sober. So I think um, on top of the, you know, the usual, the normal love, you know, that, that we feel for, for these characters that we create, I, I feel like I, I've got a, a different sort of, of bond with them 
almost, almost like the friends that I have that, you know, have stuck by me, you know, through all that. So, yeah. So I, I think I'll, I, I'm not going to give up on them. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they won't quit talking to me. Right. Is there anything else that we haven't touched on or that you thought uh, we should? I was sitting here waiting for you to come online. And, you know, so I had Facebook open, you know. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends down at Jefferson Square, you know, and they're protesting and they're live. And so uh, before we wrap up, I, I just want to thank you. And I want to remind everybody listening that as of uh, today, June 17th, the police that killed Breonna Taylor in my hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, have yet to be charged. Um, I'm very proud of the friends that I have back home and the way that the city has joined together and mobilized for change. Uh, We must get justice for Brianna. We can't forget about her. Um, And if if you can't join a local protest in your city, and there are still protests happening, Um, You can support the Black Lives Matter movement by visiting blacklivesmatter.com. They have a ton of resource links. Uh, No donation is too small. And you can also visit Movement for Black Lives at m4bl.org. And that's a network of more than 100 member organizations, each focusing on different aspects of civil rights and criminal justice reform, Uh, So that's another great resource if you want to get involved, but you're just not sure where to start or how to start. Uh, And please get out and vote in the general election, please. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Laura, and for the information you provided. It is a, it's a scary time, you know, and, uh, but but we also have, think we have the, the momentum to work toward building the world we want to live in. And if we've got $10, we can donate to a bail fund, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, No, I think that's it. (laughs) Before we go, where can people contact you or reach out to you? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Twitter at R.S. Mayfair. Okay, and Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, uh, just my name, Laura Hayes. um, And I'm on uh, Instagram. um, I think that's like L.W. Hayes. I don't use Instagram much. Really, it's best to get in touch with me on Twitter. (laughs) I'm more active on Twitter. Quickens with my heart I don't want to drive slow So that's it for us today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you'll share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know who I'm chatting with. You can share your likes and dislikes of this podcast by reaching out to Becky at bellabooks.com. We are rushing forward. I'll take you. I'll take you anywhere. Bella Books is proud to provide books where the woman always wins and the story lingers in our minds long after the last words. Baby, 
special thanks to singer-songwriter and Bella Books author Jamie Anderson for the use of her song Drive All Night during this podcast. You can find out more information about Jamie, including a link to her YouTube channel at jamieanderson.com. All night. Drive.